Hey everyone, welcome back to episode three of Under the Scope, powered by Esports Labs. Today, uh, we welcome back Jay Madrigal, and with me uh, is Travis Cochran. So you guys met him in our last episode, and you guys obviously met Jay in our first episode. So uh, we welcome you guys back. How are you guys doing today? Well, what? Never fear. I is here. So, no, doing all right, doing all right. Um, how's everybody else doing? Uh, doing good. Excited for episode three. Episode three now. I know. I know. Episode three already. I'm flying. <laughs> already. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Next week's going to be episode 100. I know. Right, yeah. time, time flies when you miss an episode, right, Dre? But, hey, listen, I know that you didn't do it on purpose. You know, I know you were moving, enjoying yourself moving. So, I know you had fun there. How did that go? Oh, um, it, it was good. I mean, you know, moving's moving. I think for, for 90% of people, they, they hate moving. Right. But, uh, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, I, I, but the thing is, is that I, I, it was just me and my wife moving. So we didn't really go to get help, you know, because everybody's usually busy, especially, uh, the week that we were moving. Uh, and, and I know for Will, when I was taught, we were talking about, uh, moving, he was like, yeah, you know, my, my work here in, in the fire station, everybody has a truck. So if, if they were going to, if, if he was going to do a move, it would only take a couple of hours because, you know, he has all the help that he can get, you know, with all these buff freaking fire firefighters and, you know, so yeah, slowly, but surely, you know, at least we're, we're moved in and, and everything is all good. Well, I'm glad to hear. I mean, I, I'm sad to see that you left your kids behind since it's only you and your wife moved. But, <laughs> right? Uh, you know. <laughs> You're still at the old place. I don't I'm know. We, we, we just go back from time to time and just, you know, check them food and stuff like that. So I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, man. That, that kind of – that would suck. That would really suck. <laughs> they got their I Fortnite, would be waiting. So they're they, good. Oh, there you go. See, that's all they need. I mean, that and a coach like uh, Travis here and they're set, right? There you so, go. There you go. So how's everything going for you, Travis? How's uh, I know you're up in the mountains right now, enjoying you know yourself, getting ready for the big snowstorms come in later this uh, fall, you know. So, but uh, how how's that going up there? Oh, good. Mountain weather's been been nice and nice and chilly. Um, luckily, like there was, I mean, there was a storm that passed through, but uh, but now it's all clear, sunny skies, and uh, let's hope it keeps that way uh, for for a little bit longer before any more storms or snow <laughs> arise. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the snow because I want to go this year. Uh, I unfortunately couldn't make it last year because you know I was injured, my knee injury, and everything. Not that I'm doing hundred percent better, but I'm a lot better this time. So I want to really get up there because I used to snowboard a lot and I kind of miss it. So, but we'll see. You, we'll see you how this lake you heals snowboard up. a lot. Uh, no, I, I actually did, you know, so <laughs> calm, calm down over there, you know, like, I'm just uh, kidding, but yeah, man. no, I, no, I, I really loved it. See, it, it was kind of weird. Cause I didn't, I didn't uh, skateboard. I rollerbladed. <laughs> and then but i used to snowboard a lot so go you, figure you, you use those uh, the old school ones roll roll the roller, roller skates, roller skates. Nah, man. Is that what you, i know nah, <laughs> with, nah. your, with your high the high the, the high tops the socks oh, with my short, god. Short, short, shorts. <laughs> oh my god you're paying like an image from the 90s right now i love it i know i know <laughs> No, but you know what? Oh Even in the nineties, with, with the bandana, <laughs> or the sweat, the sweat, the sweat, sweat band, and the big stereo, and yeah. his big stereo over his head, and he's like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. I just want to say you guys suck, <laughs> yeah. but don't be jealous, all right? Uh, no, I used to aggressive roller skate guys, or rollerblade, actually, I should say. So, but yeah, so you know, it, in the nineties, I don't know if you guys knew this, you know, but. Us, us young folks used to use the inline skates. So, you know, we were able to like go wax off the sidewalk or whatever, and then just aggressive roller skate on there or rollerblade on it. So, you know, so they, they existed in the 90s, you know, you still had to oil up your bearings and all that good stuff, you know, and, and, uh, who, whoever used the, you know, that heel brake you used to have, we used to like slide our foot sideways and, and break that way, you know, so. Until I fell down going on Arnold Hill. For you guys that know that, you know, it was a nice, big, nasty fall. But it's basically in downtown LA going from like on top of the it's really it's really cool. But it's a big steep. So you would go down and it throws you into like uh, the same street where the 
public uh, main library is in downtown LA. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that was, uh, but yeah, so, you know, that was uh, some moments, but again, I, I, I rollerbladed, never skateboarded, but I love, love, uh, you know, obviously boarding up in the mountains. So, but it's very cool. yeah, so I know cool story, right? I had to share something today with you guys. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, in today's episode, obviously we're going to be talking about some stuff like we normally do. We bring up some exciting news of what's going on, some topics, you know, on, you know, but we're going to be discussing, you know, a few people, influencers from the outside that, you know, have dabbled in a little bit into the esports. Um, one of them really not I haven't really seen in here, but they have dabbled a bit. Um, so we're going to talk about what they're doing now in esports and how they are now involved in esports. But at the same time, we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, esports uh, e labs itself. So I know that Jay and Wolf. Wolf discuss this as we go and then we'll be talking a little bit about project x cloud and the future of game streaming so and I, that'll be covered by uh yours truly travis cochran so uh but yeah, yeah so again um one of the fun things this week guys uh we were um able to attend the crypto invest summit and it was great met a lot of great people uh a lot of interesting to uh, topics and subjects uh so what what did you take away from that, Jay, from that experience? Yay, yay, Crypto Invest Summit. <laughs> no, that was, uh, I think that was the first Crypto Invest Summit that was held here. I, I, I'm not record, sure. I totally record breaking, forgot, by the way. But, um, it yeah, is. it was fun. Um, you know, it was, uh, we got to meet a lot of people. We got to sit down and listen to uh, a lot of different speakers from different backgrounds that are now, you know, have been using blockchain and cryptocurrency. So it was, um, it was, it was really informative to listen to them and how they were working on, you know, different, you know, their different projects and how they're using blockchain and how, um, you know, they the, the cryptocurrency or and also the overall just. Uh, the, the blockchain and, and crypto um, world, right, and, and how it's going to become in the future. So it was very interesting to meet all these people and listen to them. So it was very cool. Yeah, yeah it's very exciting. And Travis, we're going to have to take you on the next run so that know, you can come yeah, and yeah. meet all these great people. <laughs> uh, I believe you missed out, by the way. I'm just rubbing that in your face because ah, it was oh, pretty cool. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, absolutely. I want to make it to the next one for sure. You guys, uh, you guys know what? I get all the fun, so I'm a little jelly. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, hey, the, hey. the good thing is that there's a, there's always some sort of event for this, right? Because it's it's something that is emergent technology that um, it's kind of everywhere now. Uh, I mean, you know, you talk about like bitcoins and stuff like that, and 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 how the blockchain can help a lot of businesses, uh, a lot of companies. Um, so you know, there's a lot of opportunities for those types of events. So, yeah. But, you know, uh, one thing that we in episode one, we covered about, you know, crypto and blockchain and gaming. And, you know, here we are. We went to our first crypto event, you know, uh, Jay and and, uh, you know, and, and this is where Esports Labs is heading. Right. So what can you can you tell us a little bit more of, you know, obviously why we went to the event, but also how, you know, blockchain is going to you know play an important part of Esports Labs. Yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna it's gonna be playing a big role, right? Obviously, and um, uh, and why we went there because we wanted to learn, right? We wanted to see what what everybody else is doing uh, because we wanted to see what everybody um, has as a project for blockchain, how they're using it, uh, you know, what type of applications they have, services, and things like that, and how um, they see blockchain and cryptocurrency in the future. Obviously, um, so mainly we wanted to learn. That's why we went there for, uh, and also meet a lot of great people that that, that attended as well. Um, but again, you know, it's definitely a big part for on, on what we're doing because we want to um, we want to see or at least bring what the advantages of this new technology is to the esports and the gaming um, sector, right? The gaming industry. Um, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of things that we can do in terms of how we can use the blockchain and also um, creating this community and, and creating this ecosystem um, that we are going to be building with this uh, blockchain network. Um, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of designing, there's a lot of um, 
planning and development that we need to do to properly um, utilize this technology, right? So because we not everything can be put on the blockchain, so we have to determine what those are and what those are going to be and how we're going to be building our applications um, in the esports industry and how we're going to utilize that and how we're going to be building our utility token and cryptocurrency uh, and how that's going to be used, but not only by us as you know, first party uh, applications, but also the other third party applications that's going to come in and um, how this whole ecosystem is going to be laid out and, and, and used, right? And, and how the network is going to be um, coming together in the upcoming, you know, months, years and things like that. So it's a big plans. So, but all in all good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So I know that, you know, Travis, obviously, you know, when we've been, having a lot of uh, these conversations about esports labs, what we're doing, where we're headed. So obviously, you know, it, it's one of those things where going to this just gives us a, you know, a, a better, wider view of how people are using it, what they're doing with it. And, you know, not only that, but the different partnership opportunities to be able to bring people into our network once it's completely, you know, uh, building everything. So that's some of the, some of the cool things that we're actually, you know, working on and, Again, you know, Travis, uh, obviously you, you're involved with us and in, in the day to day and, you know, and I'm excited that you're here and, you know, and uh, I'm excited that you're here again on this podcast, um, you know, so, but yeah, so I know that. Yeah, you know, I think take I think taking like advantage of like the technologies we're talking about blockchain and, and so on and so forth and implementing into yeah. an esports platform such as ourselves. Like I think that's you know it's like we're really thinking forward and in advance of a way so that we could position ourselves strategically. You know, moving forward too. No, absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that you know when we decided about es how we were going to build esports labs, why we were going to build it. We had to have a vision in mind, and that was you know pretty much to make sure that we're able to facilitate a network and ecosystem to not only the game developers, uh, but also the everyday user, the gamers, the competitive gamers, the casual gamers, the brands, the products, you know, give them a home where they're able to showcase themselves to each other and be able to interact with each other in one place. Right. So, yeah. so pretty much in, in a nutshell, that's what esports labs is for those of you that don't know. And, you know, and we hope to share uh, more as we continue to go along. So, but some interesting facts, you know, some of the, the stuff that I've actually uh, just kind of uh, learned today was, you know, obviously we all know about Drake having to, uh, played with Ninja before and how they broke records and everything. But now he officially became one of the co-owners of 100 Thieves Esports team. Have you heard that, Uh Travis or, or Jay? Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the, the, the bigger part of the news for, for recently. So that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I heard I heard this as well and I immediately thought of too when um you know the moment when Drake played with Ninja and that kind of broke that broke the record at the time for the number of twist streams, and that was before Ninja held his um before Ninja put on his to the, the huge Fortnite tournament at the esports arena in Vegas, uh, before that, so yeah, I remember that. And no, I, I did look into this though and seeing Drake uh become I, it looks like he's gonna be like another kind of co investor. It looks like uh Nate Shot Matt has already you know has already been established with kind of like the first round or whatnot. And this is gonna be like a series A or B or something like that. Uh, and so he's coming on as all, on all you know on a team that's already has investors involved, but uh, yeah, it's 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 cool to see you know. You know, hundred thieves grow at the rate at which they're growing, and it looks like too. It's just not the team itself. It's like hundred thieves is trying trying to be an over encompassing esports brand, like with you know merchandise, uh, content, potential content down the road, and it's just trying to be like an overall kind of esports brand. It looks like just not being restricted to a team uh, itself. Yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of. You know, I think they're uh, right now and, you know, there was a ranking that came out, I believe, last week or the week before. And it was showing showcasing what the top organizations were and, and you know, in regards to revenue and everything. And I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it was ranked 11th on the list of most valuable esports organizations. Right. So um, but, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how 100 Thieves is going to grow from here on out because of right now. Uh, I know they have a, a you know a League of Legends team, a Fortnite, a Clash Royale league, and it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to move back into Call of Duty and the, you know with the new Black Ops Four, and then see what else they're going to do. Especially you know with uh, Drake and actually Braun too. By the way, uh, Scooter Braun, 
for you guys that don't know who he is, he's a you know uh, a U.S. entertainment entrepreneur. So he 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 basically partners up and usually goes in in an investment with uh, someone else, uh, and, and that that's in the entertainment industry. So. So this is a, you know, kind of, I, I believe this is a, like a two in one type deal guys, um, you know, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be amazing to see, you know, what happens from here or, or at least this upcoming year for the remainder of the year, but more so 2019 and see what, what happens with that. So I have news for um, you too, but, on the, the call of duty front with honor thieves, they do actually, they did create a call of duty team. Um, Matt was working really hard to, you know, figure out who they could grab and who they could formulate, especially since call of duty went from a four man team to five man teams. Uh, they were able to secure enable uh, as one of the, as one of the players who's, he's been a solid, you know, a solid person, you know, a solid player in the, the call of duty pro scene for, for quite some time now, along with uh, they got, they also got a um, like a new recruit guy. I, I I don't have like the whole list of all the names, but I know Enables one of them. And then they have also the top sub, uh, some machine gun player uh, who's actually was ranked higher than Scumpy from Optic last year. So they do have a five man squad for Call of Duty. It looks pretty promising. So out of all the Call of Duty teams that are uh, that are have rosters right now that are locked in, it looks like 100 Thieves and Optics have the 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 strongest teams as of now. Man, it's going to be exciting to see. Actually, um, I mean, I, I was waiting for you to say that, uh, you know, uh, that Nate shot came back. I, I oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he will. I think he's too, you know, tied up and busy uh, with all the the business stuff he has going on with, you know, his his operate with his company on Thieves. So I think he's kind of more focused on the business side of things. But um, but yeah, it would be interesting. He, I mean, he he's brought it up before of him possibly going back and you know doing that. But I, I don't know if that that will happen or not. Well. Hey, man, best of luck to those guys. You know, it looks like they have uh, got some great relationships going and, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, like I said, throughout the rest of the year and then uh, on to next year. Right. Twenty nineteen. It's going to be a huge, huge year. I I'll tell you lots of influencers coming in. And another one um, in one of my topics is Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you right? What do you guys know about that? I just heard a of this lot. as of recent, like as of today, I heard this uh, about the, yeah, the twenty six million, yeah, the the investment or whatever. Like I literally heard this today. Yeah, that was just a recent thing. I, I literally just, I think I saw this article today as well. So, um, but it's yeah. definitely a big one, right? I mean, it's Michael Jordan, you know, coming out and investing in a, a in a team liquid. So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that which is which is great, right? So for you guys that don't know. Uh, he invested in uh, Team Liquid, you know, so which is which is great, you know. Um, again, so now you know third most valuable esports company, only trailing Cloud Nine and t Team Solo Mid. Um, so Cloud Nine, three hundred thirty-nine million in revenue, you know, and uh, Team Solo Mid is following with two hundred and something, and and Team Liquid. Uh, I don't know where they're at now with this, but obviously it puts some ranks them up there. They were in the high one one hundreds to low two. 100 millions, which is still not bad, right? But um, I guess this was uh, Jordan and uh, David Rubinstein's family office in Declaration Capital. So they funded $26 million total between both. So, you know, again, that's uh, pretty. It's a, uh, it's a very nice chunk of change. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> again, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, I know, right? So I think you can do a lot with $26 million, right? So. I don't know. Travis, no, uh, no, Travis, Travis, <laughs> Travis just might buy. I don't know. Yeah, six million dollar home, there you or go. car, yeah. you know. a boat, you know, and uh, yeah. you know, he'll make a little uh, boat video, releasing YouTube, and hey, yeah. Just what, what, what was the name of that movie, uh, Brothers, or what was it? They, uh, yeah, they have the, the boats boat. and yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah. We we can't repeat that, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, that's gonna be Travis right there. Broadcasting background, you know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, send my way. <laughs> send the check over. <laughs> oh man! But, but that's, yeah, that's yeah. definitely great news because that that really again you know solidifies esports as as something that is becoming very big. Now you have Michael Jordan, you know, out of out, out of all the, the the athletes out there investing in esports. So that's that's a really big one. 
you know, it, it's uh, you, you brought up something, Travis, earlier with Drake and the brand with 100 Thieves. What do you think Michael Jordan joining this is going to do to their brand? Oh, it, it, it's, it's going to be absolutely it's going to be absolutely huge. And yeah, yeah, shoes, especially like Nike Air or whatever, Mike, the Michael Jordan's. <laughs> yeah. That's just going to be absolutely insane. And I'm waiting for, you know, it's like and it's not I mean, Michael Jordan is kind of like the juggernaut in this. But this isn't new. Right. I mean, look, there's other been other sport and entertainment celebrities in the past have who have invested in finance esport teams. Uh, but him coming and doing this put brings it even to a bigger scope, a bigger light. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, yeah, you know, so this is you no, know, this is absolutely like it's really, really exciting. But um, but no, I mean, in terms of like celebrities, I mean, Mark Cuban's gotten involved in esports and Jennifer Lopez, uh, Rick Fox, all these people have, you know, have put their money behind some sort of esports team or organization. But I think with Michael Jordan coming in, this is such a huge, huge stamp uh, in the industry. And also solidifying us is like, you know, this is the next biggest giant, most, <laughs> you know, badass sport that, that there's going to be, you know? So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to go to an event and, uh, or even watch a stream and just watch team liquid with a Jordan sign on their jerseys now going <laughs> forward. So, right? you know, they're going to team liquid Jordan shoes, you know, yeah. like those headbands, you know, like they're sweating and they don't have to wipe it off anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we got to get you one of those for your, uh, so you don't mess up your hair traps when you're painting up there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or yeah, keep you on point. Or like one of those bandanas that a uh, ninja wears so it keeps his blue hair all. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I can wear those too. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely pick one, one each. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Right. The, the bandana and the sweatband, everything. Yeah, everything. Hey, yeah. hey, you can't you can't really mess with uh ninjas though, because he, he wears some Dragon Ball Z stuff. And I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball. So just saying, all right. Yeah, he's in a, he's so, in uh, anime. He he likes that stuff. Oh yeah, he does. Oh, sure. I mean, the guy's big on that stuff. So, but yeah, man, I mean, it's exciting. Obviously, again, like you said, you know, NRG has a lot of those big celebrities. You know, you start looking at Rise Nation, Rogers, uh, Roger Staffold from the LA Rams lineman. You know, he's also part co-owner in there. So yeah, a lot of celebrities coming in, you know. So now it's only about who's next, right? Who's going to jump in next? That's the key. So We'll stay tuned to that and see what happens there. So it's exciting. It's uh, great, you know, and I'm actually excited for the future of uh, esports and, you know, and even more so excited because of news like this, excited for esports labs as well and our, and our network and ecosystem that we're building here. So, but yeah, no, absolutely fun times, great times. So um, I know that another great time and great stuff that we got coming here is Project X Cloud. And the future of gaming, game streaming. What can you tell us, Travis, about Project X Cloud for those that haven't heard it or don't know about it? Yes, I am so excited about this. When I first heard about the concept, I was a little intrigued, but also like, you know, like what's this going to lead? Like, what's the future of this? Uh, essentially, Project X Cloud is the a game streaming service to play your favorite games on Xbox on any device, whether it be not, it doesn't have to be restrained to console. It's supposed to, you know, be accommodating to wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. So it's you can do it on a tablet, a smartphone, a you know, and then also on PC. PC, of course, as well. Uh, so pretty much anywhere you go, you will have um, with with Project XCloud, you are going to be streaming games instead of playing them directly from a downloaded, you know, game like on your console or on your PC. Uh, and what it looks like they're doing, if uh, they made the announcement trailer at the very beginning of this month, October eighth, I believe it was, in which they're saying how you know they're just pretty much prepping all the technology for this. They have all the servers, not only in the U.S. but also in, in the world, to be able to support something like a behemoth like this. Uh, and a lot of people, of course, are concerned: like, is this going to de- degrade or you know degrade kind of like my whole gaming experience? Is it going to be choppy? Is it going to be bad? And they're kind of like trying to reassure that as well, that no, you're going to have the same kind of prime high fidelity experience you get on a console as you would on any other device that, you know, on a mobile or anywhere else that you're going to be using it for. Uh, Essentially, like, and it's really, really smart what Xbox is and Microsoft's doing. It's like they're positioning themselves to, you know, to get to get you playing their games on any device around the world, right? They don't want to be fully kind of like just restrained and, and consolidated just to a console. They want you playing their games on PC. They want you, you playing their games on mobile. They, they essentially just want you playing their games, period, on any device, anywhere. That's the whole concept with Project X Cloud, and uh, I think it's a really, really wise, wise move uh, that they're doing. Uh, Sony already has uh, PlayStation Now, uh, which is a streaming device, but I've heard that there has been some, kind of like some issues here and there with that. But uh, but yeah, I think that, I mean, and this also leads to kind of like another big question is that 
will will even console survive then in the long run of this because or will xbox and playstation just become gaming services that allow you to stream games just directly from your smart tvs your tablet your phones and so that leads kind of like to that kind of big question down the road we do know you that know, there is a console I, generation coming up but i don't know if that would be the last one i don't know so yeah well I'll, i will i will jump in and say something that you know i don't think it's going to replace the console because people are still going to be you know um, you know, wait for your, your, your console gamer, right? So obviously, you know, that there's still going to be competition, certain things you can do on a console that you could do on a phone and everything. But, you know, looking at this video, uh, for you guys that haven't seen it or are listening to our podcast, I recommend you go and look, check it out. And I know that, um, our, our, our great producer, uh, Sam is going to put it somewhere in the link or, uh, Put the link somewhere in the video or somewhere like that when you, we share it on YouTube. But um, it is showing you how a controller is got a, or a phone is and a controller are adapted to one another, and they're actually using the Xbox controller to manipulate the game on the actual mobile itself, which is amazing to me. That's that's kind of amazing. But even so, I still don't think that we're gonna replace console. I mean, I, I just I can't see it happen. Um, what do, what do you think, Jay? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, well, kind of on the fence. I mean, I think why it's not going to replace consoles is because people, um, well, for one, companies still want to be able to sell um, a hardware, right? But it, but then again, that being said, uh, Sony or Xbox console makers aren't really making that much money from or profits from the consoles it's more the software end of things that's where you know the money rolls in for them um but at the same time i see this type of technology and this is not it's i'm not i don't want to say it's not nothing new but you know uh travis did mention sony with uh, the playstation now so that was originally Gaikai, if if uh, I'm not sure if you guys were familiar yes. with that before it became yes. Sony, yeah. Um, so which is cool. I mean, you, that's a startup that was here in OC actually um, a while a couple of years back, and they, you know Sony uh, swoop uh, swoop in and, and they bought them. So that was cool, uh, and um, you know they're they're actually doing pretty well as well. But I think um, you know we have we have Xbox with Project Cloud just kind of um, taking that a step further. They might have a a little bit more of a better technology and how they compress you know these games so that uh, it goes through and there's not a lot of lag. There's not a lot of uh, um, uh, you know uh, input lag, I guess you could say for uh, for the games when you're playing them through the the, the online. Uh, but I, I see it really as kind of like the future because again just like what travis said it's it's definitely something where you can play on your laptop you can play you know on your mobile your tablet so you don't have to have your console you're sitting there with your console anymore but you can actually play um anywhere you want because uh one of the things that's happening now is is with the the mobile um internet right you know you have 4g now it's heading to 5G. 5G is going to be so much faster than 4G. Um, so we will be able to actually play our games um, anywhere we want. You can be in the bus station. You can be in the train playing your games. You can be playing your Forza. You can be playing your Halo. Um, and it's it's all there. So that's actually pretty cool. And I like the fact that they're actually um, creating this adapter for you know your tablet or your your mobile phone that can connect to the, the Xbox controller itself. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's definitely the, the, the future that I see um, going to. And, and I, I don't, I don't think that it's going to replace consoles yet, but I would say it eventually it will. So, yeah. That's going to be very that's interesting be to see, to be honest with you, because I've always seen, uh, you know, during their E3, their opening and everything, I saw the new console. Uh, that you know they had there and i think they announced that that's going to be the new one going forward so mm -hmm. and i know that hey listen they just they're coming out with this now you know project x cloud so how far are we looking at release date do you have a release date travis by any chance on when they're looking to launch this uh well it, there's they're saying how 2018 they're going to roll out like tests and like little beta phases for it to see kind of like test its uh like its functionality and its reliability but uh, i'm not sure they if they have like a projected official date like oh it's going to be accessible to everyone uh, i'm not so sure about that um but speaking of like the next console um i believe you were referring to xbox codename scarlet 
which is going to be the very first streamed, like streaming based console that Xbox makes. Nice. Uh, yes. And so that very is interesting. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, and when I and like and when we're talking about the potential, the potential of consoles being, you know, you know, replaced or, or taken out or whatnot, we're not saying that everything's going to be resort to small, little, tiny phones. In fact, I actually don't. I mean, I, I respect if you want to play a mobile game, and whatnot. But for me, I'm all about the visceral you know, immersive experience. And so I really, really, mm-hmm. really enjoy high fidelity. I really enjoy high frame rate. I really enjoy high resolution. And for me, I really, I want like that really nice 4k like led or what that, you know, that big, huge screen that makes it more immersive for me. So, uh, and so that, I mean, the, the, the potential is then having just smart TVs, t- smart TVs play that experience, but in, you're still having that same visceral experience, but um, in the same kind of like, living room atmosphere that you're used to with the console um but yeah i, I don't i don't know what the future is going to hold that's just kind of like the, the talk that, that that's going out but um but i think kind of like having that high level visceral experience with high fidelity will always be core to a lot of gamers including myself mm-hmm. uh and i and i and i so i will always cherish that i would always prefer that over like a, a smaller screen uh so yeah no absolutely i think it's uh you know it's it's the way to go now right everyone's moving to different types of technologies you know i'm almost just waiting to see when they're going to come up with their i i know that uh, and i know you're big on brar we we talked about that in our first episode as well with jay um you know but i wonder who's going to be that you know where they take their console fully vr ar status you know and, and I, that's going to be interesting right now sony and xbox you know or playstation and, and uh, xbox are going back and forth uh to see and and i know a little bit about uh the next subject or title that your topic you're going to talk about will explain a little bit more of that competition going on with uh xbox game pass um right and uh playstation now so what can you tell us a little bit about that travis yeah well just to um talk about kind of like the others yeah the other kind of subject i'm, I'm curious to see if um if xbox is going to be able to do the vr because it's like remember remember when they like it wasn't this e3 it was last year's e3 when phil spencer came out and he was saying how the xbox one x would promise you know 4k resolution blah blah and at the very end he said and also vr capability we never saw vr with xbox one x yeah no, and so and and a lot of people are questioning and then it, it was actually interesting because i remember Major Nelson, Larry Herb, being introduced, uh, being interviewed by YouTube um, and like the YouTube head or whatever, um, Ryan Watt, and he was actually asking uh, Larry uh, Major Nelson. He's just like, okay, what about the VR capability? And it was just like everything went total silence. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember Major Nelson trying to squiggle his way out of it, and he was just saying, "It's like we have the capabilities to do it, but I cannot tell you anything more." <laughs> and so I'm like, "What?" So I'm kind of curious if they're if they're secretly have something up their sleeves. Uh, we are obviously already know that PlayStation has uh, VR, and, and 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 what's really exciting to me is how successful it was because that mm-hmm. that just shows to me that the gamers are supporting virtuality. I mean, we've been talking about. VR for many years and VR technology for many years, but it seems like it's finally happening. It's finally progressing going forward. And we've seen that through just through the, the, the success with PS, uh, PS4 VR. I'm just wondering if Xbox has something up their sleeve. And I'm maybe wondering if HoloLens, their AR technology, has anything to do with that. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I, I, I want to pose it to you, Jay and Silver. Like, what do, what do you guys think? Uh, do you think that there could be something with the HoloLens that they're working on? Or, or do you think that they're working on their own VR technology with HTC Vive? Or maybe, or I don't know. I was, uh, uh, well, the way I was thinking about it is that they were working or they were going to be working with one of the game or the VR companies already out there, like Oculus or, or HTC. Um, but... I guess that that wasn't you know what it was, and and it seemed it seemed more like they were actually creating their own hardware. Um, so at this point, it's kind of like up in the air, right? So they're either going to be creating their own VR headset, or like you said, you know they already have the Hololens, so they might have some sort of um, AR VR um, you know hybrid of of the Holo hololens that they might be you know that might be in the works um that's going to be coming out um but i think what's going to happen is that they're keep if they are building something like that is that they're keeping it um tight lip until um 
that new console that we were just talk, talking about, the, the streaming one. Scarlet. So, um, yeah, Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they announced it once they announced that, that new console officially. Uh, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, we also have, you know, AR and VR, you know, um, capabilities with this console. But again, you know, that's take it, take that with a, a grain of salt because just like Travis said, they mentioned that with the Xbox one and nothing happened to it. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm just going to agree with both of you guys. I think it's going to be, you know, from Travis's standpoint and on all the promises that were made and then nothing happened. And, you know, um, you know, back in even taking a step back with the connect, you know, they try to make something happen there where, you know, it was, and then it, I don't know. They just try to make a lot of things happen. And I know it's trial and error. Um, I think they could have continued. Maybe they're redesigning the connect, you know, who knows, um, you know, and, and maybe they pulled it back because they wanted to do something better. Um, so I, I'm just in that theory right there. And, uh, and then with you, Jay, um, you know, I, I think, I think you're right. I think, um, you know, I, I, I want to say that they have something definitely up their sleeve. What that is, don't know, but I'm excited to see what, comes with scarlet you know and uh and i don't know when the launch date is on that i don't know if you guys know uh but i know that the having that streaming capability that that's actually something amazing that i'm looking forward to so yeah no for sure and uh um yeah we'll we'll hear about it in the future so um you know, right now everybody's kind of like in the race of uh um providing the best vr experience you know and and i think microsoft sees that with Sony's, um, you know, PlayStation VR um, and how successful it has become. Because again, you know, you have anybody that already has a console, um, they don't have to purchase like a PC or anything, just like the Oculus or HTC. Um, they only have to pay, you know, the three ninety nine to to get the VR headset itself, and you got a bunch of games already um, available for it. So, yeah, yeah, and and you know, every everybody is waiting to see what. Obviously, Sony has a big background with them and gaming and everything, you know, and not only that, but computers, all that stuff. So, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those where two Titans are going at it and we're going to see who comes out on top. And I'm excited to see what happens actually. So, you know, but one more, absolutely. One more, uh, clash of the Titans. You got one more thing for us today, right, yes. Travis? Yes, yes, I do. What do you uh, got? Yeah, so as you guys know, Xbox Game Pass, it is the Netflix uh, equivalent subscription for all the games in the library. Oh, like pretty much, you know, as most, most most of the games in the library for Xbox, it includes all the new titles, uh, like the the first party titles that come out. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's a really, really smart, you know, thing that they, you know, that Xbox did this. The PlayStation has their own kind of like system of this, like with PlayStation Now. Uh, I really think that um, with the Xbox Game Pass, though, there is a leg up. I think that Xbox has over Sony in the long run. And just hear me out. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. All I right. think. I think that with Xbox, you know, being owned by Microsoft, and obviously Microsoft with Windows, you know, Windows 10 PC. The Xbox Game Pass isn't just restricted to the console players. It's also for anything that is a um, Play Anywhere title under Xbox, which is all their first-party games, right? Correct? Uh, that opens it up for PC users. And so with Xbox having Game Pass open to also the PC players for, uh, I mean, not all their games, but for all the Play Anywhere titles, that opens it up for you know gamers not only on the console side of things, but also for Xbox to target PC gamers, and then also in align in alliance with their Project X Cloud for the future. It's like it really seems like they're going after every, every gamer, whereas Sony, mm-hmm. you know, is firmly trenched in the console space. Right? Sony yep. doesn't own Windows. Sony doesn't own Mac. Sony doesn't own, you know, anything like Sony owns PlayStation, which is a console. And so they, it seems like they're kind of in a way trapped squarely in the console market. Whereas Microsoft has the upper hand in this in the long run in that, Hey, we're not just console, baby. We're also Windows 10 PC. We're also, you know, we're also going to be able to be on these other, any other, any other device that has Windows device, you know, Windows software. So it just seems like they have just a, in a long term, like a much bigger blanket to, to cast over for, for gamers. But, um, but anyways, I want to get, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on, on that. No, no, I, I think you're right. I, I mean, the only thing I, I'm thinking of as you're talking is, you know, I, 
I think there's a lot of opportunities for PlayStation, right? As you said, uh, if you look back as recent as what happened with Fortnite, PlayStation opened it up, decided like, hey, you know what? The 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 customer base, our customer base, our users, they're asking for it. They're ups- getting upset at us. How how bad is this PR towards us? So, you know, whatever it was, they opened it up, right, for cross-platform. So what stops them from doing a partnership with an Apple and saying, hey, you know, let us do this and make it available for your, uh, for your uh, you know, system, operating system, iOS, and we'll push everything towards you guys. So this way, there's no Windows-based anymore. But now, again, mm-hmm. now you have different titans going after each other and phone makers and stuff like that. And now you, you involve one other titan that goes against, you know, uh, Microsoft and you know and that's Apple products, right? So, so like mm. I said, I'm I'm really I'm really uh, <laughs> I don't a, know, man. I, that's a long shot with Apple, though. <laughs> no, oh. they, they don't play nice with others. Oh, they know? don't. But let me tell <laughs> so. you, man. Let me tell you uh, what I just saw from PlayStation that I thought I would never see. I saw it, right? So I I, I don't know when when push comes to shove and people start seeing, I know that Apple this year became a $1 trillion company. Um, but what happens when people are starting to, you know, the, the remainder of the gaming, uh, you know, our generation and so forth are upbringing and, and they try to play these games. Like you just mentioned, uh, uh, Travis, uh, with the Xbox game pass and every and play everywhere, pretty much concept that Xbox has. And, you know, and they start buying these devices because they're able to play their favorite games on the road or the parents are like, you know what? My kid wants to play this. I don't want him crying on the road. I'm going to go ahead and get this, you know, and I'm going to I'm going to let him use this device. This this uh, instead of an iPad, I'll buy him a Surface Pro, you know, because he's able to play the same games that he plays at home here on this road trip. So, mm-hmm. you know, what what starts happening then does do. Does that corner Apple into saying, you know what, uh, just like PlayStation did, where they listen to the consumer and they see the market trends and then they make a, an adjustment and open it up? I don't know. But that's something that it would be very, yeah. very interesting. That that was that was like an internal move and decision, though, where it's just like for them to go to a, such a huge juggernaut like Apple, that would have to be like a mutual decision instead of like an internal one, right? So absolutely, it, it would be interesting. I'm just not sure if 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 Apple is interested though in getting into like the gaming space. Really, I mean, there is there there are games on Mac, uh, but I don't I don't know if they're really. I mean, and, and also I think too with and correct me if I'm wrong. They have um, I think they actually have like their own little like pokey pokey like apple controller for like apple tv for like some games to be played on there or something like that but i, I don't imagine i don't know if they're they're truly trying to get into the gaming space or not um i will say this though about sony and playstation they have such a loyal fan base and audience and because oh, yeah. they have such i think i mean they have a like squarely they, they have a better like lineup of exclusives than xbox and we can all agree to that. They just have such a huge like lineup of, of so many different titles. Whereas Xbox is now trying to play catch up in that regard, right? Uh, we 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 found that pretty evident when um, you know with this year's E3, when Xbox said we're we're doubling down on our investments and, and you know buying pretty much all these studios to come on board and have them become first party studios and for them to make games for us. So they're trying to play in catch up. Whereas PlayStation is already way way ahead in terms of like a full solid lineup of exclusives, and you know that they're just going to keep keep you know going at at that so they have such a and, and most of these most of these games on, on sony playstation as well they're 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 typically different games than xbox even like they're mostly they're really rich narrative driven storytelling games uh stuff like you know god of war uh and then horizon zero dawn drake's uncharted it's just like these are really good kind of like storytelling games whereas xbox mm-hmm. traditionally is more i mean if you look at their kind of like the, the exclusives that they have like with halo forza gears of war sea of thieves all of those are online multiplayer Pacific games. They're not so much so, story. So I'm going like, to yeah. th- throw you a so, curveball yeah. then. Uh, Jay, help me out here. How many gamers <laughs> are there across the world? Um, a little more than 2 billion gamers. How many of those gamers are mobile gamers? Oh, phew. I'd say like roughly like at least 80% of them are practically mobile gamers. So, so uh, when you start looking at console versus mobile games and taking what you just said, Travis, about... Microsoft, uh, Xbox, Microsoft Windows, and st- and moving, being able to play those in mm-hmm. computers and mobile devices. 
Um, can you imagine the possibilities of how much of an impact that would make towards PlayStation? I mean, I just wanted to put that in perspective. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it really doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many good console games you got. I think what matters is, is what users. you're able to offer. Correct. Yeah. How many users you're able to acquire and how many game titles you're able to provide for those non-console gamers to be able to kind of play um, that they never had the opportunity to play before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, for and, sure. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I like with pro like, and Jay, you, you probably know more about this with me because you're, I, I, I think you're more on the PlayStation side, but like in, in silver enlighten me too. But like with PlayStation now, it's like, that's just streaming for the console, right? It's, it's, they, they don't, they don't offer any other services for, you know, they're not saying you can play anywhere at any time. Whereas with Microsoft, again, owning windows and with windows being on all these different devices, they're able to go after more users that way, even on the mobile side of things. Correct. Like there is no, That's, that is correct. There is yeah, yeah. only on their network. It's only on their console. They have, uh, I think that don't they have like a portable, um, uh, PlayStation, Sony, Bio, I want to say, or something. The they Vita, had. That, yeah, the that Vita. was way back. That didn't really do well. I mean, we have the Switch. But yeah, I get what Travis there is saying go. because with Microsoft, you have PC, right? I mean, they have Windows, but you also have to think about the other game company, or I'm sorry, the other computer companies out there, you know, Dell, Alienware, Razer. What do they use? They all use Windows. Yeah. And, you know, that, that means that the user base that they're you know acquiring or the ones that are you know into those companies they benefit microsoft as well because they're all gamers they're all you know people that like to play games so if you're buying or purchasing those types of products that means you're already into windows and yeah that's why and, you know, and that's people. why that's why i said what i said because i think where travis was heading was not really fitting the big bigger picture of what he had said earlier so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I kind of pointed that out a little bit because I think with PlayStation being on its own island when it comes to the only their network um, and only their console um, versus a giant that has the ability to do what exactly you guys are talking about and share it throughout Microsoft's proprietary uh, sister companies and all that good stuff. I, I think oh, yeah. Xbox in the long run is going to have the upper hand guys here. But, but so. uh, can you can you imagine a, a gaming focused MacBook? <laughs> How much would that cost? <laughs> well, you know, oh wait, wait, that, that's that's Razer, correct? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Essentially, is yeah. Essentially, <laughs> I mean, like if you were to have you know Apple create an actual gaming uh, laptop or or PC, that would be like ten thousand dollars but i'm pretty sure apple you know fan fans will probably buy that anyway so (laughs) but i you know what's crazy though i do see people use a lot of apple products for streaming already um so it's there you know um it's just yeah you're right i've i've never played a game on a mac um to be honest with you i I have it what is um, cool, and, and and I used to do this before, because when uh, Apple switched their uh, switch to the eight uh, six architecture for their CPUs, uh, you were able, you're actually able to install the Mac OS into a actual PC or Windows based laptop or computer if you had the the correct parts to it. And I did that a while back when when everybody was was doing that. And it was actually pretty cool. So I had to actually make sure, you know, I had the, the right hardware, the right, you know, software drivers to install Mac OS in there. But surely enough, I was running Mac OS on my laptop, <laughs> on my PC based <laughs> laptop. So nice. you, you know, you know what was crazy was when back in the days, I don't know if you remember, but Apple started uh, you know, I cried wolf, right? And and they went and the government took half of Bill Gates's earnings. So it was like a 200 and something billion dollar company and they cut back 50% of it. And he had a restart from like a hundred and something billion. I mean, yeah, you know, poor Bill Gates is still a hundred and something billion, right? <laughs> poor Bill Gates, oh no. I know, poor guy, you know, but uh, yeah. So now, you know, obviously here's his empire, build it again and everything build the next box, you know, that has been successful and it's been growing. And, and again, I mean, the way they're going, man, it's, you know, this is how you do business. All right. This is how you really do it as a businessman. You got to make sure that you're building your network and that's what he did. Right. So that's what he's done. He's built this network. He's built it on different levels. 
from PC users to tablets to phones to consoles. So, you know, what's next, right? So now the stream the stream everywhere your games, now you're able to interconnect all these users to gaming that everyone really, our generation and even generations before us and after us are moving there. And they're mm-hmm. all gamers, you know, and and now they're going to have the ability to play these games on the road. They're, you know, how many, t- I travel every week, guys, and every week I'm sitting at an airport and everybody's gaming. I kid you not. People think that people are, yeah, there's a few people here and there that are sending a few emails out. But let me tell you, as soon as they're done, they close those laptops and they're on their mobile device or tablet gaming. It, it, it is yeah, insane. Yeah. I, I enjoy playing mobile games while, you know, I'm, I'm in the restroom. I, I think those are the, the, the best the best times to, <laughs> <laughs> to kill time oh and play God. mobile you know games, what? man. It, uh, you know what was funny? I, you I said get that? high scores also. Know, it, you know, it's, it's, like, concentrate, the, concentrate. Exactly, exactly. And... How many times, all right, and this goes for both of you guys, how many times have you allowed your legs to go to sleep because you're there just gaming, really, instead of really focusing on using the restroom there, guys? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably every time. Oh, and then my, my wife's, like, knocking on the door, like, are you done? What are you doing in there? I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to get the highest score here. <laughs> it's oh, like man. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Like, what are you <laughs> now, now here comes uh, the white liar. How many, have you, that's happened to you? Oh, for, Travis, to me, you mean? Oh, Travis, Travis, yeah. Travis is probably like, I, I don't know. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do mobile gaming on my phone phone. Like, mobile gaming to me, it brings back nostalgia of my Game Boy Advance. And so I mm. would do that on, like, my Game Boy Advance and stuff. But it was so long ago, so I can't, can't quite recall uh, <laughs> if that would, would happen <laughs> or not. But, um, but yeah, I, for the most part, I don't do the really mobile scene. Like, I respect it, and it is actually, like, the fastest-growing thing because everyone has a phone. Not everyone has a console or a PC. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's cool. But, yeah, I just don't really use it that much. I, I'd much rather prefer, like, I really wish they would just Nintendo. I mean, we, we have the Switch, but I really love the Game Boy Advance. I wish they would yeah. make out of the Game Boy Advance version two three like it'll never happen so if you you wait a little bit longer they're gonna create i think somebody's creating like a a case for a phone that looks like a game boy oh really just yeah you just you know encase it encase your phone in it uh and then it would cover like the half of it and then you have the controllers and the buttons and it would look exactly just like a game boy so yeah so cool that's gonna be cool so talking about building networks like Microsoft just did, that's uh, that's you know that's what we're doing here at Esports Labs. We're creating different products under Esports Labs. Obviously, if you visit our website, esportsshowdown.com, it's our tournament site. It's it's is there, uh, you know, while we build our our blockchain infrastructure and we start creating some of these products under that. Uh, again, just like Jay said. Um, not everything's going to go on the blockchain, but most of it is. And and while we build out our technology, um, this is what we're aiming for. Just the same way as Microsoft built their network with different products under one under Microsoft. That's what we're trying to do. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, we're going to interconnect them. So the, all these are going to be talking to each other. Yeah, and and are, they're also going to be able to work independently from each other. So that is the cool thing of how we're, you know, what we're doing with Esports Labs. So make sure you guys follow us on the Esports Labs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I want to thank you guys again for uh, joining us, Travis. Uh, thank you again for coming Woo-hoo. in here. And, thank you for having and me. And Jay, welcome back to the podcast again. <laughs> He's so back. yeah. He's right. The man, Just the legend. Back. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Jay is there you back. Go. Back again. There, All right. there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, awesome. audience, we haven't had any questions yet, but I know this is only our third episode. So we want to hopefully see you guys and continue to hear from you guys. But please, any questions you guys have, please ask them and we'll make sure that we answer them in our next episode. So yeah, with yeah. that, Travis, Jay. Thank you so much for being here again tonight. For sure, and we for will sure. see you guys in our next episode four.